Hi, Megan Lawson here, and on this episode of Rumble, I wanted to talk about feelings. We are well into our time at home during this global pandemic, and this uncertain time is riddled with many emotions. And I think what I'm discovering is that we have preconceived notions about what emotions or feelings are, uh, particularly emotions that we perceive to be negative. And I'm just intrigued by this concept of feelings being good or bad. And I feel like they often are labeled and organized as such in our brains. I find myself, if I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling disappointed or I'm feeling angry, telling myself that those are negative emotions and getting fixated on that um, and kind of tying those emotions then into my identity. You know, why can't I be happy right now? Why am I not feeling positive right now? It's bad, bad, bad that I'm feeling sad, that I'm feeling angry. And it just seems like a lot of extra energy and effort is going into this fighting of the feelings. And I recently um, have been digging into um, Glennon Doyle's work and her most recent book, Untamed, and Brene Brown's podcast, Unlocking Us. And just really enjoy thinking about... um, feeling my feelings and what that entails and what that looks like on a deeper, more meaningful level. You know, I worry a bit that we, in an effort to keep people energized in our organizations and in our schools, that we kind of brush past uh, the things that are really hard and we either don't talk about them or we talk about them in a way that's not truly authentic where we don't get to really talk about why it's hard and the stuff that's not great and the things that are bothering us and as a result we get into this sort of artificial harmony state and I feel like that is uh, can be pervasive in schools and in organizations but particularly in the field of education and so I'm just interested in connecting with other people who are interested in cultivating really healthy environments that are positive that are filled with hope but that are also doing so not at the expense of authenticity and safety and belonging and truth-telling because I think it's very easy if we're not careful for people to make leadership something that only perfect people do or something that is beyond their scope and their skill set because the people that they see doing those jobs, being the principals, being leaders in districts, they seem sometimes to be people who aren't experiencing strong emotion or negative emotion or struggling with things or making mistakes. And the more that we refuse to unpack the hard, the tough stuff that we're all going through, the grieving that we're doing right now, the trauma that we're experiencing in times such as these, for example, with this global pandemic, I worry that people will say, well, gosh, that's not me. I don't identify with that person um, because they always have it all the way together. And so how can we find ways to disclose and share of ourselves in ways that you know are meaningful and appropriate um, as leaders so people can say, okay, it's not just me. Man, this really sucks. This is hard. Um, I don't know what I'm doing exactly. I'm struggling here. 
Um, and I think there are ways to do it and still be competent leaders, competent professionals, still inspire belief um, among other people that, okay, I can trust this person, they know what they're doing. Um, it can be balanced with, and there's this one part that I'm not sure about, or these are the things I'm really struggling with right now. Um, I'm just looking to hear from more people and how they are balancing the two. Um, I'm craving that sense of connection. I want to know more about other people's blunders. That's where the real learning happens. You know, we know that our brains grow when we make mistakes. And yet so often we're so focused on not making the mistakes, avoiding the mistakes, sometimes covering up the mistakes that we're not really getting to have conversations that actually matter, that people can connect with. Um, and so I guess my question today is how can we create more of that, that healthy environment where we take care of each other and we have hope and we're also human beings who struggle. That's gotta be good for kids to see too. Kids to see adults struggle too. Um, it's okay to have feelings. We don't have to tie our identity to our feelings. They are not one and the same. You know, they can be passengers that come and go. I just wonder, would we have more energy in our reserves if we didn't fight it so much and instead we could lean into, you know what, I'm gonna sit with this feeling for a while and it's really uncomfortable and it's making me really tired and scared. But I'm gonna sit with it for a while and I'm gonna just be in this so I can figure out how I can move forward and be okay and also connect with other people who are struggling. I mean, the struggle, the struggle really is real. And during this time of physical separation, I'm craving that real kind of connection, not just the shiny, perfect product of how everybody is making things happen, making remote learning happen, you know, making all the things in their homes happen. Like, this is why so many of us are drawn to memes, just real honest statements about the struggle, the ugly side of things. I'm just wondering how we can create more of that during this time of physical distance. What say you? Anyway, thanks for talking with me today. Thank you.